0: Everybody, this is the Midnight 30 Podcast. I'm your host, Langel, and uh, tonight's gonna be a short one. Well, maybe we don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Langel. Uh, Jeremy is not here tonight. We are working on getting him here. Uh, it really just is a lot, it's, it's it's a lot better, or it's a lot gooder, or it's better. However, grammar you want to use it on the education side of things. Um, so tonight it's just me I know it doesn't seem as fun I think, but we're still going to get through it and uh, we're going to talk about what we've been up to Uh, again, I'm your host Langel, and if you're liking our podcast, please uh, like, subscribe to it on all the different uh, parts of podcasting we got Spotify Apple iTunes uh, Anchor, which Anchor, I'll tell you what, you want to do Anchor podcast stuff, it's easy it's fantastic. They have amazing tools. Uh, we've been loving it, and we all can do it from our phone. Um, and all the software they come—it comes with—is uh, I can't complain about it one bit. Uh, tonight I bought. Right uh, tonight, well yeah, um, Tonight I found us uh, some, some mics that I've had, and I thought I'd plug those into my phone to see how it works. And I will tell you what, it's just not—it's not as good as uh, just the the phone uh, just right there in the seat and just talking uh, really just it's, it's, it's fine there's nothing wrong with it so it has a little bit of outside noise that you have from the road but we kind of like that it kind of adds a cool ambience to it so but anyways like us subscribe to us uh on there and just let us know how we're doing let us know what you'd like to see more of and uh, we'll be doing this as much as we can so anyways, what have we been up to this week? Well, over here where we're at, um, it is very cold. Tonight, is going to be a low of 10 degrees, which is awful. And then we have, um, it's gonna be really cold. I mean, it's just gonna be really, really cold. And we got a little bit of snow, but you know, it, it's gone. It's just, it really just froze dry and it's just cold as heck. <laughs> Uh, but during this time, uh, I have still found some time to play some video games. Uh, I have really been enjoying Apex. I finally have unlocked a new character. It takes a long time to up to unlock a character if you do it just by playing. But, uh, you, it is very rewarding, but man, it's, you really have to invest a lot of time in it. And that's one thing I really dislike about the game. Is the upgrade system you know you're leveling up it is much slower uh than than compared to fortnite however with that said with that said i do have a caveat with that said i have not bought the battle pass for um apex because you have to pay real money fortnite you can earn v bucks and you can in theory you, you can get the Fortnite uh, Battle Pass free every time it comes out. It's totally possible. I've done that in the past uh, three Battle Passes. So, it, it's very possible. I just, I wish that Apex would have something like that. So, I I have unlocked a new character. The new character that I unlocked was the newest one that came out. It's called Revenant. Uh, he's a uh, like a robot assassin. Dude, he is I like him. If you are a sniper class, you'll really like him. I'm not a sniper class, but I enjoy him because whenever he's crouched, he can move really fast. Faster than those that are are crouched. Um, Also, he's a smaller target. And he has this ability where it's a death totem where you place it and then you have to click on it then you go and fight the enemy. Let's say the enemy kills you. you don't die, you just go straight back to where that death totem was. It's a really nice uh, ability. I'm really enjoying that a lot. It is a little bit... um, I wish... On Apex, it's just the community. The community's not bad. Uh, I wish the community was getting just a little better as far as helping. It's such a co-op... Focus game that you you really need to just focus on it and to um, get that thing really ironed out uh, to make sure that it's nice and buttery smooth so anyways uh, if you play the game you know help people out that you're playing with it's it's super fun if you if you get a chance to otherwise you're you're really just not having the full experience and really it's like why play the game if you're gonna go solo Let's see. Also, I've been playing still some more Gears of War 5. Gears of War 5, oh my goodness, Uh, this game reminds me of the first one so much because there is, I'm at the first battle, my first boss technically is in Act 2 and it reminds me of the Berserker battle in Gears of War, the first one. So, if you remember the Berserker in the first Gears of War, it was very scary very tense. Uh, there was this monster that could only hear you. It could smell you. It seemed, but really, it was uh, if you made a movement too fast, it'd hear you. So that, oh man, that that was that was a memorable moment in that game. Uh, I'm there's a part in this that I'm at where it's so similar to that. I mean, it is it is uh, very very similar. Which, if you like that game, which I thought the first one was by far the best one war, you're going to love this one. The graphics are very good, but there is a little bit of a deal that I've noticed that every time that you turn, whether you go into a new area, everything's loading in. Well, it creates a little bit of flicker on some items and it's almost like a reflection. Well, that same type of flicker reflection is the same. It's close to the same uh, animation that you have whenever you have a collectible in the area. So you're constantly thinking that there's a collectible somewhere, but there's not. So you're... Easy, you're you're very easily distracted whenever you're playing this game because you have all these things that are flickering that you think are collectibles and it's not, so you really just want to get to the action. So um also the, the some of the levels are so big they're not big, I can say. There's like this there's these rooms that are very large. And it seems like they're large just to be large. There's really no reason for it. Uh, the enemies, I mean, they, they come at you and really, whatever's in front of you, there was one area I could think of that that was not the case. That's right at the beginning of the game. Well, the first act, I guess you could say, where you're in this courtyard. And they're coming at you from all different angles. That was neat. But you're getting these levels where it's so big and you're here going, well, it's, why? Well, you can find these relic weapons. Okay, the relic weapons are neat because they are these weapons of that are uh, like modified versions of the old of the, of the other weapons. So I got a retric, a retric, a retro relic lancer. It's basically a grenade launcher with bullets. So every bullet you fire, it explodes. Great gun. Only has 100 bullets, and every time you find an ammo box, it'll only give you like anywhere from like 9 to 10 bullets. Um, those are great. Got a relic boltock, I got a relic boom shot, I got a relic uh, torque bow. These are great, but you lose them, and there's really no. It's kind of weird because I put one of my relic weapons on my skiff to save it. Okay, then I died, I went back, and my boom shot was gone. I can't go back and get it, it doesn't respawn, it's just there and it's gone. That's a huge bummer. I wish they would have found a way to, hey, you find this relic weapon, now here's this chest that you can, you can go take this gun and put it in the chest in your, in your skiff, which is your vehicle in the game. That would have been a cool uh, addition, because you'd be there collecting all these better weapons, and up in your arsenal. And in fact, they look really vintage and cool. I I think it's a great little touch. But they don't do that. Uh, The story is answering a lot of questions. Now, I'm going to have a spoiler alert for about 30 seconds. I'm going to tell about what we found, what we've learned, because the third game, you had questions and they never answered. Now you get them answered. So, 30 seconds. I'm going to talk about... What I've learned so far. Okay, ready, go. So, in the last game, Gears of War 3, I'm not talking about 4, but Gears of War 3, the queen, Mira, you really don't know what the heck she was. There's a, she's a human, but she's control these locusts. How the heck? Well, you find out what was up. Basically, we created the monsters by, I think we found the monsters underground, and then we wanted to wait to, to, to control them. So, we found out that Mira could control them somehow so we did stuff to her to make it to where she controlled control locusts but then she got mad and she like wanted to go with the locusts for some, for some reason I don't know why so she did that and then she attacked this planet and you find out that she was actually that Mira was your grandma and that's why you're having trouble hearing voices so anyways there we go um end of uh, spoiler. The game is, is fun. I'm looking forward to beating it to get the full story. I, it's one of those games where I don't know if I'll play it again. And I hate to say that. I mean, it might be way, way down the line, but you know, I, always playing this game, I'm constantly thinking, oh, I'd like to just dive back into the original. Just because the original, I guess, it made such an impression on me that it's hard to get over that. Um and Gears of War, it's kind of getting to the point where you play one Gears of War, you played them all. They really tried to do some different things with this. I am, honest to goodness, probably saying, it used to be, first one was my favorite, um, and then second one was my favorite, and then my third favorite was the fourth one. I, am just from playing this, I'm actually backpedaling a little bit now, and I'm going to say that my favorite one is the first one, My second favorite is probably the fifth one, and my third favorite's probably the fourth one. Maybe it'd be a tie between the second one and the fourth one. I don't quite know for sure exactly, but that is where I'm at right now. Um, So, uh, Anyways... And then I'm hoping to play uh, the new Darksiders game that's coming out uh, tomorrow, actually. Excuse me. I might not have time to play that, dude. I'll probably just have to wait till it goes on sale. Um, that's just that's just sport. But I do have uh, Darksiders 3 that I need to beat, so I'll probably need to beat Darksiders 3 before I do that. So, uh, i doing that, and uh, I have the game Agony. I haven't played that yet, but it's one where you are in hell and you're just basically trying to get out of hell. You're just the first. It's like a first-person adventure game where there's no fighting. I believe it's just you're trying to just get out of hell. Uh, it has terrible ratings, terrible ratings. But I bought it for four, four dollars, I think. So three dollars, three or four dollars on Xbox. And uh, I thought, why not? And also, I got the Division Two for three dollars. I mean, that was a steal. I don't know what's up with that. I guess they're going to have a huge expansion come out, but, I mean, $3. Yeah, I haven't even beat this first one. Not even close. Uh, the first one's a good game. There's just other games that are similar that I want to play more. Uh, you know, like, it's, well, I just say like, you know, you got Borderlands. It's a first-person shooter. You get loot and stuff like that. Um, I guess, it's, it's a basically, it's a looter shooter. And there's other looter shooters that I want to play. And there's other loot games that I want to play. You know, like Witcher, uh, Diablo. Um, you know, I, I would, a lot of times i be well, you know, I could play a, a multiplayer game, you know, and get and level up in there and unlock some stuff. So there's not really that draw there as much for me on Division. But, I mean, it's a great, solid game. I mean, if you get it cheap, why not? Uh, you know, I... I still need to beat all the Assassin's Creed games. The last Assassin's Creed game I beat was uh, Assassin's Creed for, for Syndicate. Which, I mean, that's, you know, I played a good chunk of them, but, you know, I still got to. No, not Syndicate, Unity. So I still got to beat that. Um, so that's what I've been playing. That's what I've been doing. And then reading wise, I'm, dude, I'm still cracking away at the Stephen King's The Stand. Uh, golly, that book is is very good. It's kind of getting slow. But the stuff I'm reading isn't boring, it's a lot of fun reads, it's a lot of uh, mystery and intrigue, but it's kind of at the point where I read and I'm here going, okay, there's, there's some cool information, but nothing that's really pushing the story along at a pace that I want to keep on reading. I'm satisfied whenever I read two to three pages and then I can put it down because there's so much information in those two to three pages that um, I have to just step away for a minute. That's just how I read. I want to soak everything up, get every little detail. I don't want to miss anything uh, because these books are so rich uh, with detail. And that's just how I make them. So, uh, love it or hate it, I hate it sometimes. Sometimes I really enjoy it. This book, I'm loving it. Uh, I am not halfway. I am 39%. I thought I was 40-something, but I am completely wrong. So, I'm 39%. I've read 452 pages. So, still got a ways to go. It's 1,153 pages. Uh, Yeah, it's it's a big book. But I'm I'm enjoying it, and I will be looking forward to giving you guys a full review afterwards. And uh, follow Stephen King's tweets if you... Oh man, if you want. I personally think Stephen King... uh, I think his viewpoints are completely ridiculous, and I think he needs to just write books. And, uh... You know, if you want to have your political stance in a book, that's fine. But just don't shove it down our throats in the book. You know, you can kind of hint at it. Okay, that gets a little annoying. But people are like, all right, fine. You know, that's the world. everybody's not going to be. You know, you need that. You need that um, opposition because you're going to have that in life. So you shouldn't be reading a book that, like it's exactly how you believe, because that's not life. But if I'm reading a book to where it's. Completely the opposite, and it's not even taking into consideration the other side. It's just bashing it. I think that's just incredibly immature and uh, tacky. And I think he's a—he's a much better writer than that. And um, I wish that he would just get over that—that that part of him that wants to do that. It's very annoying, and I'm—I'm I'm just surprised that an adult would do that. So, um, but hey, uh, Stephen King still. You know, one of my favorite authors. He's in my top five for sure. So anyways, guys, this is the Midnight 30 podcast. Uh, I've been over here talking with you guys. Hope you guys have a great evening. And I hope it's all just fantastic for you guys. And uh, we will talk at you guys soon. This is L'Angel. And check us out on Facebook, Anchor app, and all that jazz. And we are ghosts. Bye-bye.